Welcome to Make a Yacht News Radio, the first and longest running podcast series dedicated to the large yacht industry. Hosted by Diane Byrne, the editor of MegaYachtNews.com, we feature conversations with engaging and inspiring people in yachting, from shipyard CEOs to designers, from yacht managers to young entrepreneurs, and yes, even owners. You'll learn how they got into yachting, how they're building better businesses, and especially how they're helping people like you get more enjoyment out of the yachting lifestyle. Welcome everyone to Mega Yacht News Radio. I'm pleased to be speaking with Dudley Savage from AMI Kids today. AMI Kids is a 50-year-old nonprofit organization based in Florida that helps at-risk youth create a better brighter tomorrow for themselves. And as we're about to discuss, it has strong ties to yacht owners and the yachting industry. In fact, whether you own a yacht yourself or you represent someone who does, you can help further the cause. So Dudley, welcome to Mega Yacht News Radio. Well, good morning, Diane. It's nice to be with you this morning. Yeah. um, Thank you for this opportunity to um, introduce AMI Kids. Yeah, absolutely. I love the program. I love what you guys are doing. So happy to have you on. So tell us a little bit about what AMI Kids does. How does it help these at-risk youth and their families? Well, AMI started in the late 60s when uh, Judge Frank Orlando was a circuit court judge in Deerfield Beach. And uh, he was playing golf with his friend, Lou Delapart, who was a state senator at the time. And he was over a lunch. They were saying, you know, I, I keep having these kids come through my courtroom and they're from very affluent neighborhoods that they just on the weekends, they just have too much time on their hands and they're getting in trouble. So Lou Delapart said, you know, we have a friend who's doing a reef project. Let's get the kids involved in the reef projects on the weekends and see what happens. Well, needless to say, Judge Frank Orlando did not see any more kids coming through his courtroom. So that planted the seed, and Lou was able to get some funding through the state of Florida in Tallahassee. And um, we started our first school in 1969 in a shopping center. So today we have 44 different schools in eight different states. And we have served over 150,000 kids. An wow. amazing day. Yeah, with, we have 1,000 a, a employees that uh, work throughout the different programs. And, and, and what's really amazing and so impactful that the somewhere between 70 and 80% across the board for those that complete our curriculum do not reoffend within the first year. So it's been an amazing impact on the local communities where we are. And um, our whole mission and focus is to help transform the lives of troubled boys and girls. Wow, that is amazing. I didn't even realize it, were, it was that many states at this point and that many kids. That's tremendous. Yeah, it, 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 it absolutely is. Wow, congratulations. So how did you become involved in the program and when? I started with AMI when they're opening up the third school in Jacksonville in the very early 70s. And 
I had went aboard as the seamanship instructor, and I would also run trips over to the Bahamas. So um, I've been involved with all four presidents of AMI through the last 50 years. And um, I did leave AMI after three or four years and went into the yacht brokerage business industry myself. I had my own firm, but then about 12 years ago, when a fellow that I worked with so closely retired, I thought, what a perfect fit. I've been supporting AMI for 50 years. Why not be part of the team? So here I am as a facilitator working with yacht brokerage around, yacht brokers around the country and offering a great alternative for their clients. Terrific. So let's talk about the the yacht donation program because that was a perfect uh, setup for it. I know it's got a great history, a nice long history. Thousands of boats and mega yachts have been provided to AMI kids through it. So what does it entail? Walk us through it. Yeah. You know, for the majority of the years that we've been doing this, which is now close to 50 with our, with our program, the yacht donation program, the, the, the whole center was the tax deduction. But with the COVID that we're dealing with right now and, the, and just the unrest in, in the world, convenience has become a, a major factor in the decision for many, many owners and donors uh, considering AMI. So it's just, um, it's, it's not so much the tax deduction, though that is uh, very much a part of it because the boat gets appraised by a third-party source. Uh, not connected with AMI kids in any way. And they put a value on the boat, which becomes the basis of the contribution. Mm -hmm. And then depending on their tax bracket, uh, working through their tax advisor will determine what that appraisal means to them as far as the tax deduction. As far as AMI kids, we make a commitment to own the boat for three years and put it into our leasing program. And where that is important is we we will commit to material improving the boat, which is part of the IRS guidelines and issue uh, 1098C form after we complete our upgrades. But then we offer a true operating lease, which cannot be construed as an agreement for sale. So there's a lot of transparency in every transaction we do. Um, there's a lot of integrity involved and that's the reason I'm very proud to sit here and share with you today that we've done over 6,000 transactions since our boat program started. And to our knowledge, we've never had a donor have their donation devalued or, or disallowed by the IRS. Very good. Very good. Let's talk a little bit more about that convenience factor too, because, I like the fact that you handle a lot of these duties for the owners, but there's there has to be something more, I would think, for some of these owners. A, a tax deduction is is kind of a, if you look at it from a certain standpoint, it could be a very cold concept. You know, here we go, just take the boat. I get a tax deduction. Great. That's wonderful. I would imagine it's more of that in terms of the convenience also for these donors. They're doing it because... There's the obviously the convenience of a lot of the details being taken care of, but there's the convenience of knowing the boat's going to be taken care of properly. So talk a little bit about what you all do in terms of making sure that boat is in good shape for those three years. 
Well, what happens is, you know, it's not so much there are several charities that receive yacht donations. Okay, that's a that's a fact. And but it's not so much who receives the boat in contribution. It's how the transaction is handled over the next three years, mm -hmm. which will really determine the integrity of the contribution. So with AMI Kids, um, as mentioned, we do the, the material improvements, and then we offer the boat on a lease. And, and going back to your question, as far as being a cold transaction for, for many years, um, donors would sign the deeds of gift and we wouldn't have any more communication with them until a future date they might consider donating another boat to us. But so often when once people now we're giving virtual tours because we can't do live tours with donors or lessees and once people understand what we do and the nature of our whole mission and focus, we're not just a donation organization. Our donations, every dollar, every dollar is generated from our lease program goes directly to our schools. Mm -hmm. So we're all salaried employees here at AMI. And uh, so it's when you look at the value that the individual is getting being philanthropic and and the fact that he can take care of and have a safe alternative, it, it really becomes a win-win. And when they actually see the great works that we do, uh, quite often many people get involved and support us in our schools, the needs, and and the proceeds got coming from each donation help us fund all our activities because we're, we're, we're relying on state and federal funding to operate our schools. And with that, you have to have so many classroom hours. Otherwise, there we're not going to get funding to bring kids out on boats to go on dive trips. So the the money's coming in through the yacht donation program help fund these different activities that we do throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So it's just it ends up being a, a real win win for everybody. Right now, you just mentioned the dive trips. Um, I I think for people who aren't really as familiar with your organization. Can you explain a little bit how that works into the whole leasing program? Are you, for example, leasing out to specialists who can take the dives, the, the kids out diving, or are you doing kind of your own classroom, your floating classroom, really, with some of these trips in addition to leasing out the boats to others? So what happens is, is that uh, most of the larger mega yachts we would put into our lease program, like our 120 Benetting I'll talk about that in a minute, but there are several boats that um, we use because we all, we have our own boatyard. And uh, besides all the schools and the home office being in Tampa, we have our own boatyard in St. Petersburg. And a gentleman, um, Bill and, and Carol Barrows, um, three years ago, spent several million dollars building this landing craft to be used at uh, one of the universities over on the East Coast. And as it turns out, their aquatics program was closed. So they, Bill and Carol donated that. And um, then we've used that boat every year now to go down to John Pennekamp State Park in the Florida Keys in June or July. Unfortunately, we weren't able to this past year because of the COVID. But um, we'll have kids coming from all our schools from all the different states, and they'll converge down into the Florida Keys where they'll spend um, five days uh, going out to the coral reefs and, and doing studies and ocean sciences. And, and it's amazing because you have some, some young lads from 
our school in Cuba, New Mexico, who have never seen salt water, and suddenly they have mass fins and snorkels on. They're looking at tropical fish and sharks for the first time in their life. And, you know, it you never know person, that young man or young lady who's been so troubled in her past to finally get it and to recognize people really do care and I do have a potential. So it could be a snorkeling trip. It could be a white water rafting trip up in the Carolinas that we take. We never know what it is, but that and the curriculum that we offer, we give them hope and purpose. So it's been, it's really worked well. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I know you've developed some really special relationships, as you said before, with a handful of these owners over the years. Uh, is there an owner or two maybe that you could highlight and just explain a little bit about how how you've formed a nice tight bond? Yeah, um, a fellow gentleman by the name of Albert Phelps, who is in Southern Connecticut and developed uh, has a huge development company. Um, Albert, the Whitby 42 in 1976 to the Jacksonville school where I was. And, um, since then, over the years, we've stayed in touch with them. And four years ago, Brooklyn Boatworks up in Maine builds a custom boat and, and he donated a 70 foot, uh, custom Brooklyn called Sunny. And amazingly, we've after four years, he uh, was really troubled being without a boat. He was 97 when he gave us Sunny Two, and he decided to have a 90-foot uh, boat built. And um, so recently, because of his failing health, uh, we just received that um, in donation as well. So uh, we have now Sunny Three, which is a 90-foot custom Brooklyn built in. 2018, but it it is about relationships. And um, the gentleman who is the creator of Croc Shoes has given us five different boats. Several um, high end profile entertainers have given us multiple boats. But um, it also comes down to convenience. We we recently received a, a 120 Benetti, and I was working with Neil Emmett at Super Yachts and. The gentleman was undecided whether his boat was in Europe, whether he was going to bring it back to Fort Lauderdale for a major refit or get into another boat. And Neil planted the seed about this as being a great alternative as far as I am my kids. So so the gentleman kept this in the back of his mind. And, and as they decided to bring the boat back and then they were looking for the replacement boat. And what happened was he he went ahead and purchased his next vessel and brought it to Lauderdale Marine Center. So the convenience here comes into play because they were able to, the crew was that was on the owner's personal equipment, put it on a new boat. And then once that was all completed, we completed the transaction of donation. So we didn't, uh, for the owner, they didn't have to be concerned with transferring crew and how do I, having two mega yachts in, in Florida and paying the holding costs. So it, it became just a great alternative to do this. So That's great. We, yeah, and and we just received a 90-foot moon in 
from a gentleman who is in the process of built, having a 120 built. And uh, he didn't want to, had, once he had made up his mind to move on to a 120, uh, it didn't make sense for him to have the holding cost of the 90, whereas contribution became a very viable alternative. And it was very convenient for him just to complete the transaction. Terrific. Great. So obviously, we would like to encourage listeners to donate to the cause too. So if someone wants to provide you with their yacht, what should they do? You can call uh, call our office, um, and um, which you, I'm sure that you have access to our telephone number. You can go on our website. But what will happen is quite often the the broker needs to find out if contribution could be a viable alternative for their client. And um, if the owner is at all open to this concept, what we can do is we'll send a letter of introduction to AMI Kids, giving a little background about our mission and a focus, and, uh, and then go into the details as to how the contribution process works. And the introduction letter is designed to, for the broker to turn over to the owner and then hopefully sit with the tax counsel to see if contribution might make sense. So the the whole process can take less than three weeks and need uh, of contribution because it's, you know, the very unusual right now and the environment is, is certainly challenged. So when planning the seat of contribution, for a later date, it's something you you can easily go back to at a future date when you've been unsuccessful to be able to sell the boat. So I would encourage everybody listening to, if uh, if they think their owner is in a position to utilize a tax deduction, plant that seed early on, and then we can do an introduction at any given time. But um, we've taken boats from all over the world and. Uh, we're here to serve you and put uh, as successful as we are with transforming lives. We're that successful with protecting each and every donor that comes through AMI. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Terrific. Dudley, thank you so much for joining me today. It, it's been really good learning about what you and the team do at AMI Kids and shedding some light on it for those individuals who are not so familiar with it. Well, Diane, thank you very much. And and AMI Kids is is absolutely the real real deal. And um, it would be great to have the opportunity to work with anybody listening. And um, we work through mainly through the brokerage community. So it's it's inspiring for the broker for to be involved as well because we cover the cost of the commissions uh, with the brokerage community. So it's just an expense the owner doesn't have to bear. Mm-hmm. So thank you. There, we really appreciate the opportunity. We have a whole team here at the Boatyard that uh, would love to work with each and every one of you. Absolutely. Well, on that note, everyone, if you'd like to learn more about AMI Kids and how you can contribute to the donation program, you can visit their website, which is amikids.org. Until next time, I'm Diane Byrne. That wraps up this episode of Mega Yacht News Radio. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please share the word on social media. 
and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Audible, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. And, of course, to learn more about what's going on in the world of large yacht cruising, new construction, and design, check out our daily updated website, the award-winning MegaYachtNews.com.